if you are, you know, in it for the long run and the durability side, you know, down isn't as durable. But the one thing down is, is if you take that Lost Park Parker or you take that the sleeping bag from Stone or from Kefaru, any synthetic down, it loses its loft quickly. Mm. Not mm. in three years, it's noticeable. In two years, if you wash it a lot, like I never wash synthetic down or synthetic insulation ever, mm. like until it reeks to high hell because you lose tons of loft by washing it. Mm. Down, you go 20 years and never lose any loft in the down, many noticeable loft in mm. loft and down. Welcome to the Shoot Hunt Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ryan Avery. Ryan Avery. And my color commentator today is Jake Mushaney. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? I've been ready since 9 a.m., sir. How fat is your ass today? <laughs> I knew that was coming, and, I, and I, I'm embarrassed. You know, because you, you never want to say it can never happen. I mean, you know, the chances of getting violently murdered by a bunny are low, <laughs> but, but never zero. <laughs> We're bringing up some straight bullshit. <laughs> Dude, if it ain't hunting clothes, my wife buys it for me. But your your wife bought that color for you? I just said, give me some Crocs. She's just way too comfortable with your gayness then. Oh, I got a really long tongue. <laughs> <laughs> She's good. Still funny. We fucking Lord. bunnies. Hey. Still funny. I, uh, Buzz doesn't like me in your spot over here. It feels weird. Everything He's, feels backwards. Everything feels, I can't, like, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Like you weird, coming through? It's coming like a through. weird speaker over here. I don't know how Jake has this shit set up. <laughs> it's all the same shit. Minus twenty dB. You First did have your fucking your headphones way down. I like to hear it. I, I'm officially believing Jake may be deafer than me, which is a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not that I'm deaf. Like it sounds loud, but I like it loud. Like I have headphones now. When we go work out in the morning, I bought like these Beats Pro over the ear ones because those freaking those crank the hardest. So what is we kind of talked about when All One was here? What's your song of choice? Pre-game song genre of choice. You will. This is no shit. Okay, so I I have, I have Shakira. I have a lift. Taylor Swift. She's my top. I might have some Shakira in there. I have a lift playlist in here, and it will go from everything from fucking Enya. What Enya? Do you know who Enya is? Oh yeah. All right, so Enya to Britney Spears to fucking Ramstein. Dude, it literally goes. There's something. It's something weird about a song, and it. When the song first comes on, it, you feel if it pumps you up or not. That it was, doesn't matter. That was my come on line to Tanya. What? You want me in ya? Oh, yeah, you're second. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to kill me. Oh, man. Uh, anyway, so do you fucking have a huge eclectic group of music? Oh, that's probably. Oh. <clears throat> well, I just say so, like in the iTunes, I have like 800 movies. And that is far outshadowed by the amount of music. Oh, I'm well aware of your movie collection. Yes. Yeah, we like to watch movies and we're hunting too. Yeah, funnier than heck. But the music, I mean, there's, like I said, there's something, and it's obviously different for everybody, but there's something about when that song first comes on, it first hits, does it make you, you know, like, like does it, the Humpty Dance, like the fucking digital yeah. underground Humpty Dance is yeah. in my playlist. Uh-uh, we have that on my... <laughs> Well, if it comes out, you're like, yeah, well, that's what you want when you're working out or when you're running, you know, it, uh, so you have a set playlist. Yeah, it is. It is. It is physically, it is a proven concept though, that music that motivates you makes you perform better while you're doing physical exercise. Proven point. David Goggins would probably disagree with that, but 
Well, David Goggins is the exception to every fucking rule. <laughs> He's an Did you see All Wine? I hope you're listening. Did you see All Wine post his David Goggins imitation the other day? Yeah, did, I I just said no. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as it come mm-hmm. on, like his the fuck, you know, his boobies are bouncing up and down. He's got his shirt off on his, you know, little personalized <laughs> fucking video. I'm like, this fucking guy thinks he's David Goggins. I think I'm gonna have to have a rebuttal. I'm dude. gonna do that. Yes. I'm gonna take my shirt off. Dude. Do it. You're running. Drinking at Starbucks. Do it. LaCroix. Running down. Gary <laughs> <laughs> to LaCroix in one end of the phone. The other. Uh, on a red hey, carpet. And he's some, not actually running. He's on a he's red carpet. He's standing in place. He's just bouncing. <laughs> There'll be some boobies <laughs> bouncing. And a lot of hair. <laughs> There's this big fat guy on Instagram has a channel. And he does this thing where he starts this dance and his whole belly. Yeah. About, have you seen that? that? Dude, like that a, guy's got a following. Yeah. He's he's like overseas European guy. Yeah. 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 He's like Italian or something. Huh. Like Eat pizza. Doop, doop, yeah. Doop, doop, all this yeah. proves that all of us consume too much content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if we're putting content out. You got to know it works. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. All right, Jacoby. Well, fuck. This is our third podcast now for today. Yeah. Going on for what? This is for a, a little bit 10 day later hunt. Mm-hmm. October 9th, 10th ish. Yeah. We're not nearly as high as you guys are going to be. Probably yeah. half the elevation. But you're in the rainforest. Yeah. It's going to be raining. So I brought uh, a whole bunch of gear to go over with you guys. So I guess we just get started. Let's uh, do it. I'm curious as far as what beard straightener you have. That's the biggest question. I uh, bringing one. Those that have elevated their beard game have realized that the blow dryer is the way. Uh-huh. There's no way around it. If you don't blow dry your shit, drinking a Starbucks, it looks like pubes. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, it gets you know. Going. I mean, if you once it starts growing out, it pulls away from your face, and you realize that you can't play with it all the time. As soon as you start playing with your beard all the time, it becomes brittle. And then when you start breaking hairs, you get flyers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to use a Kent comb. Kent combs Kent. are hand-filed combs. Okay. Kent, K-E-N-T. You just go on Amazon and get you your Kent comb. Uh, and you don't wash it. You literally don't ever wash it. Mm-hmm. It's just I have a Kent comb in the shower. And I comb it out in the hot water in the shower. Combs in the regular area. I use a Grave Before Shave beard oil. And that's it, dude. And you blow dry it when you get out of the shower. There's not, a, there's no, and then you put the oil on after you blow dry it. That's it. Gotcha. Do you know what I do? Nothing. I get in the shower, wet the fucker down, uh-huh. throw some soap on the bitch, rinse it off, get out of the shower, and go on with my fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say it if you have elevated your beard gaze. That's just no, the normal so beard game. Jake's is like more sculpted and mine looks more badass. <laughs> now when it starts when it starts to get dude, if you want to have any length and yeah. you want to manage it right, dude, once you get to a certain point, if you don't do all that shit I just said, yeah. it just goes to hell. If you want it to look good long, you got to do that the whole time. But there is, we've both discussed this. It's there is a too long where it's fucking in your mouth and in your face. The reason I just trimmed it, so if you guys watched a podcast from two months ago, it would have been you know down to halfway down to my belly button there, and it, I woke up and I had a whole mouthful of it, you know, and I was like, all right, I'm done. Or you just go to move when you're sleeping, mm-hmm. and the beard was like tucked in your armpit or something, and you go and you just it pulls your head, you know, like you pull your own beard yeah. while you're sleeping. Yep. That's not cool. This is about long that I, I trim it off because I can't. It's exact same thing. Yeah. Or you're fucking doing something that's in your mouth. It's just right now. It's these. So the so the the side the side mouth flyers right here. Mm-hmm. Right now these always end up. Yep. So sometimes I'll take in everything that could potentially go in my mouth and I just cut all that off. It drives me crazy. But anyways, so, so no backcountry comb. 
Ah, uh, there's there's a comb in there. A little something in the backpack over there. A little something in the backpack. All right, yeah. let's, let's get I, into it. Want to get there? Oh, I, yeah. I missed mine. I forgot. I don't pack that either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I have a main, so I have a heavy one and a light one, uh, and I don't. Oh, I you don't got a backpacking edition. I have a backpacking because uh, you get it's boar's hair. You get boar's hair brush. That's the right brush. If you guys, so it you can put beard oil on the boar's the boar's hair bristles, and it yeah. soaks the oil soaks into them, so it's kind of like always there. It's like a pre-lubed. The pre-lubed comb brush. Yeah. Sir, what do we have on the table? Uh, so I have that same shooting bag that you were talking about here. The molar. The molar bag. Uh, those will be ready. It fucking looks good. Should be couple. Man, he told me by the end of... If you're, yeah, I'm going to ask him. He told me by the end of the month. So yours are going to be orange and brown, and mine are going to be green and black. So I actually brought the one over here because I'm going to take that, and we're going to beat the shit out of it. But it's not going to be... It's going to be tan or OD green where the orange is, and then orange on both of them where the tan is. Reflective panels, overstuffed in the bottom, all that good shit. But the molar be out soon, dude. It's I've already used it for two months and it's legit. Yeah, that's thousand D by the way, the first prototype and the mm -hmm. purple one. If you see me with the purple one, it's five hundred D. And we did so we beat the shit out of that first purple one, and we found that the 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 fill is so light that it compressed pretty good mm -hmm. in the main bag. So we decided with the manufacturer we're going to overstuff the shit out of the main bag, and then the fill that's in the tubes is a little bit harder. Yeah. So while he's weighing that, I just put a couple things out here See, that were kind of... What's interesting, is this 500 or 1,000? Because this one's right at four ounces. Yeah, so that's the new... Mm. That's going to be the configuration. Yours is 500D, actually. Is it? Yeah. The the one that you've been... The darker green color. Interesting. So this That'll one's right be, at four. And I yep. like because it goes all the way flat. And I like it because it has this and you can do this. Mm -hmm. It's just damn... I don't know. Whoever thought of that's pretty badass. Who might that have been? That'd be me. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, here we go. I've had this marsupial gear Mino pack for, for quite some time now. I think once the one that Ryan has from Stone Glacier comes out, I think I'll definitely be making the switch. Um, That's a hell of I like that system, though. It, th this is great. It definitely is. I like... Uh, I wanted to have a little more. I like the fact that those flaps come out and they're stiff yes. on the sides of yours. I think yes. that'll be basically the game changer because I don't like this mm. part. And it basically takes this away where those hard flat panels are going to keep those solid there. And I think he's probably going to have a lot more options too. Yes. But the way this is set up right now, so we have the, the Kestrel. And uh, the reason why you see shit on a bungee is because I hunt with my kid. And somehow things seem to always disappear. And I don't want to lose that guy. So it's on a bungee harness. And it's orange, which is always a good And color. it's fucking orange. If you notice, there's going to be a theme of orange that we just talked about. If I get those swirl, it's going to be orange. Uh, so Kestrel set up there. On the other pocket on the side over here, I just have uh, some earplugs and a lighter. Earplugs, nice. lighter. I like to keep the tags. I'll put the tags like in a little Ziploc bag and just keep the tags back here. I have my tags in there. I didn't bring that up. Yeah, tags in the back. And then uh, front pouch... Here we'll have uh, a Night Force key, a Taito finisher, titanium mm -hmm. knife, the little blade tin. Here comes the – oh, that was actually in there. That was when my beard was longer so I could tie it up <laughs> if I needed to. It's a Viking. Uh, that's, a, that's a smart idea with that Night Force. Yeah, Night Force key in here because I figure like if you're ever in a situation, you may not have your pack on you, but if you – you know. And think about that night force key that works on 
Trigicons. Mm. It works on Mavens. It works on Leopolds. It mm. works on Night Force, obviously. Mm. It's pretty universal. Yes. So that's all the stuff in the Beano pack. And occasionally there'll be, you know, I don't have like wind checker or shit like that, but there's sometimes there's other shit in there. Range finders in the side pouch, and it's also on a, well. We call that a dummy oh, cord. Oh, shit. Now it's broken. Now I'm about to tie this shit together. Dummy cord. Um, we literally at Bear Camp lost the rangefinder. We took it out <laughs> and I and I unclipped it out of uh, off of here and then I left it on the truck while we were glassing. Oof. And then we drove away with it on the damn truck. I've done so, that. So, yeah, that stays in here. I'm kind of going with, with Ryan's <clears throat> style too, though. I think we're going to get those EL range binoculars and get rid of it because Mason is also carrying. Yes. He's already carrying a rangefinder and a Kestrel. So if he's the backup to my backup, Right. Then I can move to the... But what binoculars you have in there are hard to fucking go away from. <clears throat> they are. Ugh. So those are the Suaro NL Pure 12s. I think a lot of people tout these as probably the best best all-around binocular no, in the market. No touting. They mm-hmm. are. They are the best, binocular, are the best, in the best binocular in the market. But these are not these are not a rangefinder or a ballistic calculator or... A, generally, when you're going to take a rifle shot... That's, and and they're, they're fucking expensive, they're yeah. Not expensive yeah, yeah. They're They're... Holy crap. $3,800 <laughs> set of binoculars. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't let me borrow those. No. Dude, uh, those things are um, And I don't even so have the covers those. on them anymore because I got sick and tired of taking the covers on and off every time, so I just me yanked too. all that shit off. Me too. I think uh, once you invest in some glass like this, like you could resell these for a decent amount of money. You know, you They I retain s- their value. I've seen a set that was a year old sell for 3400 Yeah, they retain value and... Not that you need this glass to find a fucking animal, but Not, it does, you know, you know it makes gla- glassing is how you find animals, and this makes glassing easier. The generally. things are ergonomically correct. Yeah. Those are a 12 with the field of view of a 10. Just feel how they fit in your hands with those little. Yeah, I just saw that. So, yeah. so, tapers so off think about the that. They have the field of view of a 10 power. Yeah. So what's the thing that you do? How do you find animals? Usually you catch movement. Yeah. So if you're looking at a bigger swath. You're going to catch it's it. It's clear all the yep. way to the edges. Mm-hmm. Yep. It doesn't get that whatever aberration yep. shit, you guys, you chromatic any, aberration. Yeah, and it's edge-to-edge clarity. And those, the 10s, the 12s, or the 8s, dude, the 8s is like an antelope. You see fucking behind you, they're so wide. Yeah. But I do like the 12s. Mason really wants me to get those ELs so that he can of course he does. have the hand. <laughs> of course he freaking does. <laughs> and the EL range are not fucking cheap either. No, no. So we may end up going that route. So we're going to try the Stone Glacier pack maybe next year when it comes out because of those hard f- wings that are coming off the side. And then we may have the orange set of ELs uh, next year. Very nice. Yeah. But yeah, these binoculars are badass. You can't really complain once you... It's more about I'm trying to eliminate some tools here. And because Mason's already carrying a Kestrel and a rangefinder, then... A backup. Yeah. He's basically the backup. Before I forget to ask you, are you selling those tins? Yes. So right now, if you go to the Taito Knife product on our website, the tin with five of those Swan Morton blades, blades. I want to say it's nine ninety nine, okay, or seven ninety nine, something like that. But yes, they are for sale on the website right now. And we could talk if you want to include that. I'll show you where I get all that shit. No, I'm just making sure yeah. people know where to get it. Yeah, yeah. Talk about yeah, it. Yeah, the tins are badass. Um, so one thing that if you watched Luke's podcast on the video gear. Uh, he didn't bring this up, but this is a Sony AX53, and this is used by a number of hunt documenters. Randy Newberg's the one that told me about it. Because the zoom is crazy. So I think it has 30 times zoom. Yep. 
Let me see. It's 20, 30, 30 20 optical and 30 clear image zoom. So a 30 times zoom. And it's a reasonable price. You could buy, yes. you could buy three and a half of those for the price of those NL pures. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you go, I think BH photo video is probably even cheaper. I think these go for around 900 bucks or so new, something like that. And there's a lot of people in the outdoor industry using those. Mm -hmm. Now we did, I will say this, we had one and I dropped it from four feet straight to the concrete and yeah, it didn't fare very well. Right. So we got a we got another one after that. Not as tough as like the mirrorless Sony full body camera. Well, I imagine if you drop that from four feet on the concrete, it probably wouldn't like it either. Or but the drop test them. Yeah. 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 This is not the shit we <laughs> If you look in the center of it as you're recording the stabilization, you can see it just physically moving inside. Mm -hmm. There's so many parts and yeah, it's it's a fragile it's it's pretty fragile. So extra batteries for that guy. Uh, this goes to the big SD card, so I have extra SD card. Right. Um, now these guys are going to go like the real film experience with Luke. Mason and I are also going to go out and hunt elk. So I'm going to bring, let's call it the, it's the backup kit basically, but I'll have, I think, a GoPro, the AX53, the phone with the all-in case, mm -hmm. and I'll have um, the mini, God, I'm going to get this wrong again, ATX. ATC. ATC. The mini ATC uh, Swaro spotting scope that weighs a couple pounds. And, and it, you see a correlation. Those, like, there has not been a mini that carry. The Koas, the Nikons, the Vortex, they're all too dark until this one. Mm -hmm. This is a legit spotter with a 56 inch yeah, objective. You, yeah, you could have it up next to. Yeah, like the I have it next one. to an ATX and I have it next to us. It is like you get darker at night, but it's like. Minute, it's not 10 minutes, it's minutes of difference. It's pretty legit. So, I'm just gonna go through the little shit before I get the box out. So, those are the, the crispies we just ordered. Uh, these are the ones I've been wearing for at least two years now. These are Han Hanwag Macra, and there are two different macras. Macra, one of them is the one that Aaron Snyder helped with, and I don't know, there's a, there's a, a, a distinguishment between the two, and I don't know what it is, but. Uh, these are the Aaron Snyder ones. They're, and those are good boots. So I have, there's actually a name for it, but I have this weird bone that comes off the back of my foot. It's called you didn't evolve. It, yeah, it's a weird fucking bone. And what it does to me is when you have these hard back boots like this guy here that rubs that bone like crazy. Now I'll tell you that the Hanwags I haven't had that problem with, but I have to go a half size up. These are one of the few boot manufacturers that does a 13 and a half. And these are 13 and a half. Those are the, are those the GTXs? Yeah, it's that one right there. The Combi GTX. Combi, and those are uninsulated. And you see they got a 13 and a half. Yeah, these are uninsulated. But these, if you have weird bony spur feet, like I have two different bones on my feet that drive me fuck. Like I can't even wear Crocs because of one of the bones. It just rubs it fucking raw. It'll just chew the skin off like in 10 steps. Really? It's a, it's the side of my, inside of my. Oh, I forgot they whacked your tail off too when you were born. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I got some weird bones in my feet. They're, they're thir I'm, I'm a 13. So if you get these, you got to get a 13 and a half in the Hanwag stuff. Uh, just literally open these up. These are the crispy bricks doll insulated, the new ones for this year. If you have that problem, what's going to happen with the hard back? With the so uh, I don't, this already feels soft inside. And I have those giant fucking boot pliers that Aaron Snyder put on. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I yeah, saw so that. I have a big, I got his same shit. So it's a ball. So you put the ball down in here and you clamp them together and it'll push one spot out. So mm -hmm. I find where my bone hits inside there and I use these big ass boot pliers. So it slides in here like this and mm -hmm. it has a, a ring and a ball. 
and it'll push something out on a pair of boots. Those look like fucking ski boots. They're huge. They are big, but these are, again, these are the insulated ones, and they're 10-inch tall. So I had Hanwag makes one set of insulated, and I loved them, and I literally wore the shit out of them, and I wanted to try something different. So they, 400, 800, what, how, many, how many grams insulation? I think it's only 200. Oh, really? It may have been only 200. Two or 400. It's not a ton. The Brickstall insulated, Rhett. Yeah, if you go to... Uh, Crispy. Now, Mason got the brick stalls. They're the shorter. They're two inches shorter. He got the uninsulated ones because his his regular boots are worn out. And he can't fit in them no more. Weren't those your old ones? Yeah. <laughs> he's like a he's like between a 13 and a 14 now. Dude's a monster. Scroll down yeah. a little bit, Rhett. <clears throat> so we're going to give these a go. And, uh, no, they're just 200 grams. It's not those ones, though. They got to look like this one. They're the go back. Go, go, go products. Insulated. Yeah, it's the very first one, the $500 one. Yeah, it's that one. Go down. 200 Dude, Just 200 Yeah. That's, that's crazy for that size. Yeah. But, of course, I don't wear a size 8. Those are the cloud shoes. Ryan, it's, what are you rocking? Vivo Barefoots. Those are the trail models? Yep, those are the... Wide toe boxes. Flat Zero feet. drop. Zero drop. Basically, you're walking barefoot. Those are fucking sweet. And and I'm gonna fair warn you guys: if you're gonna go this route, train with them. Train with them and 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 wean yourself onto it. I did a whole week with those on them. Got plantar fasciitis. No one ever tells you. <laughs> no one ever tells you to wean onto them. Yeah. But if you're gonna go the barefoot model, go on a walk for one day, twenty minutes. Come back, do the same thing for like a month, and then eventually been, walk. Yep. Yeah. I've been like, walking with the other ones for three months. Yeah. Yeah, we, you guys done being gay? I got more shit to go over. Your Starbucks is still halfway full. <laughs> All right, so this is just a smart wool uh, base layer. <laughs> to be honest with you, I pretty much bring these no matter what. It doesn't really matter if it's cold. So this is what you're taking for your your wearing. You wearing in or you just wear? You're no, no, this you? is in the pack. Okay. I just didn't put it in the pack. Okay. Um, to be honest with you, I packed it last night for this today and. I didn't put the amount of effort into it that I should have, so I actually redid it this morning, and then I grabbed more shit. So anyways, uh, this is just smart wool, basic. Uh, Looks durable enough. Yeah, yeah. And these have been through the ringer already. You really only need one pair. Mm -hmm. But this is more like sleeping. Like, I would put these on and sleep in them. Backpacking pajamas. Yeah, yeah. Okay. These are those down booties we talked about in the last podcast. Oh, yeah. damn. Yeah, so no these soul. are these are feathered friends. And they originally came with uh, an overboot. And I don't bring the overboots anywhere. These literally live in the foot box of my sleeping bag. Whatever sleeping bag I'm going to take on the trip, these goes down into the fucking foot, and then they don't go anywhere because every time I get into my sleeping bag, yeah, it could be 35 outside, and I probably still put these on. <laughs> yeah. Mine have got soles on them, and they're just god-awful, dude. They feel it, terrible. Yeah, so they, there's a lot of down in these bad boys. Yeah, no soul, too, yeah. which is huge. Yeah. And those are already... Dude, Those are, I've had those since the backpacking days like when Mason was five, so those got to be... Those are seven, eight years old already. I like to have the kind of stiffer bottom. Yeah. And then even... So they had a... It was an over booty that would have went over this if you wanted to walk around outside in them. Titties. Feathered friends booties. Those... uh those look warm. This this is and it's funny because most of the shit that I wear every day I also wear hunting like the like the pants like the pants that Ryan was talking about are called 
the foundry corrugate guide pants. Yeah, from First Light. I actually wear those to work every day. I just they're fucking comfortable and that's what I wear. And I also hunt I, in them. I really like those pants. Yeah. Uh this is a Swazi. It's actually a I think it's a Swazi hood is what it's called. But it's just a thick fleece jacket with a long ass on it. And ever since I got the first one, I wear these almost kind of religiously. Ryan talked some shit the other day. He was telling me that that they're like anti two A or something like that uh, now a, from some AR shit. About yeah, anti two I don't know about that, but but the brand and also it's a New Zealand brand. Uh, S W A Z. Oh, there you go, Swazi Hood. Man, you're fu- Rhett. You're fucking hired, dude. We're gonna give we're gonna give you Luke's job. <laughs> Slow down, we'll swatch dude. you guys out. Slow down, Rhett. So Swazi. they come from New Zealand. Uh, I don't know if they have a U.S. stocking thing anymore, but you used to do really good when the conversion rate was in your favor. Okay, you know, and then you save some money and whatnot. But this, you know, this one in particular is probably the oldest one, and they just they just hold up. And I like the way this fleece feels on my skin. It moves heat away good. It's not water proof. We'll just say water resistant, mm-hmm. just because it's fleece and it's and it's warm even when it's wet. You know what that reminds me of is the the bearskin hoodies. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've seen so many ads for that. Those this looks, though. yeah, they look so gay, dude. This yeah. like looks like the actual legit. And this, they stuff. give you this tail, like it has a long ass tail that I like. And we actually yeah. wear in the winter. We wear these to the gym just to make ourselves sweat because you know they keep yeah. it cold in there, and and I prefer to sweat when I'm working. So scroll up a little bit, Rhett. It's the closest thing to a dress, huh? Yeah. See how it's got a long, it's got a long <laughs> tail. Closest thing to address. There you go. It's like called Adir- I think it's Adirondack is what they call that cut. Could be. And they have different different thicknesses of their. They have a lot. They go from like crazy wet minus ten degree kind of jackets to pretty thin fleece. But they're they're the go to for fleece. I, I like I think. the conditions. It says on there mild, dry, cold. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's Swazi. What is their target demographic? Are they like backpacking, hunting, backpacking? Okay. Yeah. Backpackers. Well, they have really wet mountains out there. Okay. And they get pretty cold in certain areas. Rain monster. That guy's butt naked. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Shop the bargain bin. All right. So this is my favorite beanie. It's got this wool shit inside that makes it nice and cozy, and it's warm as hell, and it goes over your ears. The ear thing is big for me. Yeah. So to me, if you put a beanie on, it's because you're fucking cold, and you don't really have like a lightweight and a heavyweight beanie because when you're backcountry, I'm not like pulling out all my assorted gear to choose about how cold or hot I am. You know, it's more... When and done. If you're hiking... Nighttime is when I need a beanie the most. Yeah. Sleeping. This motherfucker is... So this is by Carhartt. I couldn't tell you what the name of the beanie is, but it's got the wings... Uh, for your ears, it's got the ear wings, and it's got wool inside. It's thick, and when you put a beanie on, you know you got a beanie on. I'm surprised you're pronouncing that right. I feel like you should be saying it in a different way, like beaner. <laughs> like I could go. Well, this could be the biney. Biney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it like ass backwards. Uh, these are the same gloves that Ryan mentioned in the other podcast. Those are the outdoor research. Uh, I have another pair of gloves in the pack too. Those new Stone Glacier ones, but mm-hmm. those are the OR liners. And they don't make those anymore. I don't know if you knew they that. They came back. They did. Yeah. Look, uh, Luke, look up uh, Outdoor Research Glove Liners. Okay. When I found another pair, I would say maybe six months ago or something like that, right. you they couldn't are. find them anywhere. Stop. Scroll down a little more. No. You might have to go to Waterproof. Or the men's <clears throat> section. Oh, <clears throat> oh that almost looked like it on the bottom them. right. Bot- go down like four. That's close, huh? One more. One more. 
lightweight sensor gloves. They're sensor gloves, but those aren't it. Well, Jeez, maybe those how are many it. gloves do they have? A lot. Go to waterproof on there, Brett. <clears throat> you can do the filter by weather resistant. Scroll down. All right. Keep going. Right there. Right there. Waterproof, Waterproof. liners. Oh, shit. Are they on sale? They're oh, on going sale. There. Go up, up a little bit. Right Dude, there. I think they're that because they don't have them. No. Open it up. $27. Yeah, so the only fucking size they got is a small because I don't think they're making them no more, dude. It's like when I tried to find larges, I couldn't find them anywhere. They're not crossed out. See? You can buy them. Oh. And are they really 50? Dude. They're on sale. Dude, we need to go on and buy some of that shit. I have like 10 pairs. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Fuck, I'm but none of mine will fit you guys. No, so yeah, I small get smalls. <laughs> Luke, you want those gloves when they're yeah. on sale, dude. Those are yeah, shit. they are the best glove I've Just, found for cold weather and actually using your hands. All right, so darn tough socks. Uh, there's some number. Like if you go on Go Hunt's website, they have like a number for the sock. They're it's basically sock. standard. But all the, the darn tough socks, they may be 20 bucks a pair, but 25. they don't fucking wear out. Yeah. And Ryan, you know, if you put, if I wear one pair in, that'll be good for three, four days. And then I bring another one just in case. And, uh, yeah, you can't fucking beat them. I, if it's cold, I bring the, the like winter, like these are fucking huge. Yeah. I'll bring those on. So I'll put those on and then tuck the fucking, the, the base layer in the socks and then put the booty on over the sock. And then it might be warm enough. I wonder how it's going to do with your new 200 degree insulated boots. Cause you didn't have any insulation before. Well, right? I, don't, I don't wear them with boots. Only wear this with boots. This Got is it. for sleeping. Got it. Yeah, sleeping only. Because sleep is important. Sleep right, hunt right. And then Ryan got this for me. It's the same base layer he was talking about. Haven't got to wear it yet. And generally, I just wear a regular T-shirt that's cotton. But to be honest with you, I don't, I don't get crazy with the with the clothes too much, at least for the, the one that touches your skin. Like I, I like stink, so yeah. I like merino. I didn't know. You didn't smell me. <laughs> And then the uh, Stone Glacier Grumman. It's legit. That's, yeah. That's the, in my opinion, that's probably the best production puffy out there. I also have another piece that I like kind of as a mid-layer, and it's made by Sitka, and it has a hood on it, and it's more of like a fleece material. It's not a down item or nothing like that. Like the heavyweight hoodie? It is the heavyweight hoodie. Would you pull that Sitka heavyweight hoodie? Dude, you already had the Grumman up. Rat, yeah. you're, the, you're the man. Fucking fast. The reason I got the Grumman is because Mr. Avery did a thorough down jacket, wet, full wet test. And, and according to Ryan, this is the one that retained the most loft and heat out of all the jackets that were tested. I did not wet it out and still have not wetted it out multiple yeah. tries. In other words, you've been in wet, but you haven't got it to I wet out. I let it rain on the jacket and it has not lost its loft. I mean, yeah. a little bit, but yeah. it's hard to tell how much, 10% maybe, yeah. not more. And when you buy quality down products like that, they're very compressible, like a sleeping bag. So, for example, Kafaru makes a sleeping bag that uses the same material as the Wooby Doobie, but it is not compressible. It's big. It takes up a lot, no matter how hard you strap it down. It's a good bag, and it's warm, just like the blanket is, but you yes. can't compress it. Yeah. If you are, you know, in it for the long run and the durability side, you know, down isn't as durable. But the one thing down is, is if you take that Lost Park Parker or you take that the sleeping bag from Stone or from Kefaru, any synthetic down, it loses its loft quickly. Mm. Not mm. in three years, it's noticeable. In two years, if you wash it a lot, like I never wash synthetic down. 
or synthetic insulation ever. Mm. Like until it reeks to high hell because you lose tons of loft by washing it. Mm. Down, you go 20 years and never lose any loft in the down, many noticeable loft in mm. loft and down. I don't wash none of my shit unless it's the. Dude, I had to wash my, you guys were. <laughs> I had to wash that down puppy you saw. I'm just glad you washed those underwear I saw. Did I? <laughs> Did, Did I? I? <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's that one right there, the, the Sitka heavyweight hoodie. Uh, my son loves it. I love it. You know, we'll basically put a t-shirt on first and put that on whatever, but that know. thing is heavy and it's bulletproof. Like if yeah. you have to bust brush, that's the shit you want as a second layer, but it's heavy for what it is. It's 15 ounces and it's, but fleece just never quits. Mm -hmm. And we already liked the, the fleece because of the Swazi. Mm -hmm. That was kind of a natural. And Sidka makes quality shit. Mm -hmm. Not cheap, but quality. I think I have some more clothes stuff once I open the pack up, but that was it for the good stuff. The little stuff I wanted to talk about. Oh, so I got a couple uh, shelters here. I kind of wanted to just bring both of them to show the volume because I'm sure there's plenty. Of, in fact, I have a good friend who just bought a rifle who was mm -hmm. kind of on the edge about whether to get the Red Cliff or the Cimarron. So to kind of look at bulk, um, that is the bigger one. That is the Red Cliff. The Red Cliff will hold, I think, six people. Little people. Six little people. Yeah, I would say, well. I'd say, go ahead. One definite piece of advice is let Seek Outside do the seam sealing for you. Do not try to save the money. It's a pain in the ass. I put about five tubes of goo on this bad boy, and it adds a lot of weight. It's twice as heavy. Yes, it's now twice as heavy because I did it. I would say it's three dudes in their gear. That's about right. And the stove. And this what the stove. Yeah, yeah. So this is the This is the uh Cimarron light. It's got just the one door, but in this bag is already all the stakes and ground sheets for three people. So that's Tyvek cutout ground sheets. Not Dyneema, they're light sill nylon. Yeah, this is not Dyneema stuff. I didn't pay for. I think they do a lot of Dyneema, but I didn't pay for the I, I the extra. Let's fire up that scale. Yeah, this so this this is good for three people. This is with everything with the stakes in it. Everything is there, yeah. Three pounds, 11 ounces. Okay. With the stakes. Three and a half pounds. And I, yeah, I got a lot of stakes on there too. That one doesn't have all the shit. This with no stakes is four pounds, five ounces. That's the Red Cliff. This is the stove. I want to say it's the it? large. large. So basically, yeah, your with the stove pipe. Yeah, your stove comes with the two pounds, twelve ounces. We also didn't talk about that. That oh, doesn't yeah, weigh much, yeah. but you need the poles for this for Cimarron. Or this for it's both? for both. Yeah, yeah. They got enough extension in there that the same. I have both. I think they're the same anyway. Ounces. Yeah. Would your trekking poles work if those it's too high? Too high. Yeah. So this is those those poles on that shelf, you grab those. Cause that's for the Cimarron for mine. That's what I use for the other tent. Yeah, they're the same ten ounces. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Crazy. You may have I just have them shoved into each other. Yeah, one's into the other. Yeah. Crazy. Uh I got some more shelter shit, but this is Jeez. one of my this is one of my new favorite pieces. That's for grizzly bear country. Y yeah, 
But again, like Dude, we were talking about, great. digging out a little hole. So that's awesome if you're a one-pole kind of guy, if you don't want to bring both trekking poles. But I like using that because you could dig out your bed a little bit. You know, it's a real, really easy to dig with. This What's that is, called? I don't. This. Oh, shit. Dude, dropping a dude, too. You can use that. It's from Mountain Gear. I know that. That's not going to sit Hang well. that other end on uh, that side. It's yeah. not going to sit well. Dude, that's one pound, four ounces. Yeah. So it's probably the equivalent of a set of trekking poles. Yep. So. But it's burly. So you're basically holding like a cane. Yeah, and that's that's extendable. So it's got a whole length oh, nice. of that much. So no matter how tall you are. Dude, you, know, you can you, dig holes with that. You can. Yeah. It's like a Pulaski. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one of my. I bring it a lot now, depending on what the hike is. We got to look it up, though. We got to find. Uh, what's Mountain it? gear. Right. Look up Mountain Gear. I don't know. Mountain Stick. It's Mountain MTN, Gear Mountain Stick. MTN Gear, right? MTN Gear Mountain Stick. Let me see that thing. Looks like a pickaxe, like a portable pickaxe. It is called the Stick 4.1. There you go. Oh, you probably made some modifications. It has a pick slot in the top, too, so you can actually put your the pick rail off your rifle. Oh. You can slide your pick rail of your rifle onto the top of that stick and use it as an elevated shooting stick. Yeah, pretty cool right there. That's legit. Yeah. All right, so I got that uh, Helinox Chair Zero. Again, the big difference between that one and the one Ryan showed is that this basically has a back on it. This is more comfortable. It is more comfortable, but it takes a little longer to set up. And it's it's not terribly worse. It's one pound, three ounces. One pound, three ounces. And mine was what, 17 ounces? No, I think it was under. It was 14. Oh, 14 ounces? It was 14. This is more comfortable once you set it up. I don't know what it, it's got some crazy geometry, but you know, I'm 265 pounds and I could plop down in that thing and it'll flex everywhere, but it won't break. I broke one when the goats decided to run me over. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, a goat ramming into it's probably not the same thing as well, sitting it. Ran in it. into me and then I flipped over and uh -huh. snapped the leg and they warranted it. Okay. Uh, I have two bivvies here. This bivvy is from the guy in Montana. Bora bivvy? The Bora bivvy. That's who's Mido. Is he in Idaho? Yeah. No way. Yeah. All right. So Bora Bivy, this is the standard uh, nylon uh, Bivy. And then this is the Kuban Bivy. You mean Dyneema? Dyneema. It's really Kuban fiber. Yeah. That's what it was originally. Bought, it got bought out. So you can weigh the difference on those two. Now, this is, in a, this is in a Hyperlite. Actually, no, I think it did come with this bag. Six ounces for the standard. I think it's still nylon-ish. Mm-hmm. And the Dyneema is five. So two ounces even in the bag. You got two ounces different, two and a half. Yeah. What is it again? Five, seven and a half. Five and seven and a half. So you can save two and a half ounces there if you pay for the <laughs> Dyneema Bivy. And this is from, from Bora Bivy. Bora Bivy. Yeah. He also does a badass ground sheet. Ground sheet, which is this guy. So he has the most affordable, I keep going to say Dyneema. Tarps. Tarp out there. Mm -hmm. So we used uh, we used these two bivvies. With this ground tarp, and then this is Hyperlite Mountain Gear. Oh, that's that tent? Yeah. That's a tarp. It's a 10 by 10 tarp, but it has everything in there. One pound, four ounces. Yeah, so between these items, basically you got a sleep system for two people. So you're sitting at, well, even with the tarps, so you're sitting at total just under, just like two and a half pounds. Mm-hmm. What is that way? How big is this? You remember? 
That's the full. That's ten foot. Ten by ten. It's the full size of that. Yeah, it's basically a double. It's not for. It's for two people. Four four point four ounces. Yeah, so that's a ten by ten. That is light. Dyneema ground sheet. The Dyneema is awesome. If you're using it as a tarp, though, damn, everything seems to poke a hole in it. But mm-hmm. as a ground sheet, they're awesome. Mm-hmm. When you have them on the top, you just got to watch them. I kind of learned, so we took this on that Selway hunt, mm-hmm. and we were in a pretty bad rainstorm up on the top up there. And if you add all this weight up for two people, I almost would have rather had a, a big Agnes copper spur, <laughs> something with a floor that we could both crawl in, because then I wouldn't need the bivvies. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't need the ground sheet. That would have already all been there, and it would probably been the yeah. same weight. And we would have been sealed in. I freaking hate floors, but I'm with yeah. you on some of it. In that certain situation on top of that mountain, I think the I think a full tent, a big Agnes tent would have been a better choice. If you're like in mud, rain, snow, man, floors are hard, so hard to keep clean. But like if you're, this is very universal. The ground sheet can be used for all kinds of shit and all your other shelters. Your the bivvies can be tarp. used. You guys collected rain with this shit, didn't you? Or yeah. Would you uh, yeah, yeah. So we got to use these, you know, in other words, if you bought the big Agnes tent instead, it just has one purpose. But if you had it in this kind of situation, you get to use these items in different ways. Yeah, it makes you more you know utilitarian. You can do a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then I brought some some supplement stuff. Ryan has shown me the way on the supplement, which was the LMNT. He brought that up on his. This is basically your your minerals that you lose when you sweat. This is nitric oxide from Onnit. This is just straight nitric oxide. That's all it does, which, Ryan, you know a lot about that. What does yeah, it do so to basically you? Basically, it makes your heart pump less. So you, you're more efficient. It's a vascular dilator that makes your heart. Basically, you don't have to ramp up your RPMs and your heartbeat. It makes it just easier. Your blood holds more oxygen. Holds more oxygen, but you're like you're pushing more oxygen with less force. Yeah. So no need to do the zone two training? Oh, no, you need yeah. zone two training. Mountain op cells... Remember what I told you the mountain op stuff was called? Is that it? Well, this that's well, Yeti. Enduro almost, is a mountain op stuff. Yes, it's nitric oxide. Well, almost all pre workouts have some nitric oxide there because it does it gives you the same benefit when you go and work out. Mm-hmm. Um, this has a shit ton of caffeine in it, but we use this basically every morning. So I would bring you could bring this and add extra nitric oxide to it, and then you got your minerals here. Then I also had these at home. Uh, wilderness out, athlete energy and focus. The energy part is what kind of sets these apart. So a, a pre-workout doesn't give you just the sugar. A lot of times there are like Guroctane is really good for endurance exercise because it just gives you a shit ton of simple sugar that you're burning when you're working out. So the, the pre-workout does not have simple sugar. This doesn't have simple sugar. The nitric oxide doesn't have simple sugar. So when you think about trying to replace those calories, keep your energy level up while you're hiking for a long distance, I would just say more than just the salt stuff or more than just pre-workout because there's caffeine in there. Have something like goo roctane is a really good one. It's just like a when you say that, it's just a quick like burning carbohydrate. Yeah. I mean, you can put a root beer candy in your mouth. You can eat gummy worms. That's what the... Lickies and chewies. Yeah, yeah. licky and chewies. But that's what that's what Dione told us. Yeah. Gummy worms seem to be the best gummy instant bears. sugar. Mm-hmm. All that shit. All the same. So it's the same thing with the goo. Like if you prefer to drink your sugar rather than eat your sugar while you're hiking, which I do. I would rather have a bottle with all the shit in it, no matter how it tasted, and just drink a bottle. And it's funny because it's everybody always talks about the, the energy and the caffeine stimulant side. 
Not not so much more now, but nobody ever talked about the electrolyte, LMT, mm-hmm. sodium, potassium, and magnesium. Yeah, so there, to me, there's like three things happening. You have like your your pre-workout, which is your nitric oxide, uh, your caffeine to wake you up, that kind of thing. Then you have your lost sweat minerals. Mm-hmm. Then you have your sugar. There's like three different sides of that if you think about supplements and what you're going to bring with you in the field. Make a fucking magic mix that you drink one bottle of every day or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But I will tell you that that Ryan has saved my ass two different times now because he brought stuff like this when I didn't. So now I'm fucking You're educated on it now. Yeah, we're ready yeah. to go now. And the thing that kills me the most is that sodium potassium. That That is what I notice the most in loss of energy. Mm-hmm. You know, you just feel like shit. And then it's cool because you can... And it's not cool, but when you take that stuff, that hit, it's like seems to be really quick to come back. Yes. With that. It's interesting. All yeah. right, all right. Can't always pack LaCroix out in the mountains. LaCroix or, or, or Monster. Starbucks. Or Starbucks. Look at him just tossing that shit. Get that shit out of here. Work to do. I'm excited to see how this this uh, actually does. Whatever this pickaxe thing is. Kill a grizzly bear with it. Throw it at a cougar. Tomahawk a black bear. Yeah. All right. So that's the Kafaru cutthroat that's been brought up uh, quite a few times here. It is small. It's still my... It The Kafaru cutthroat is my favorite pack all time. Yes. It just needs... Come on, Aaron. Come on, Eric. It needs to be a 7,000 or bigger. If I could have put, so I have that, I don't know whether it's called the musk, I think it's the musk egg, but I have that big one in the retail store yeah. that's set up with the, the hard side hydration stuff. But because I can put like one, two, three pockets, two belt pockets, a lid pocket, or even the bigger lid one, like it seems like that's way more room because it's a bigger main bag anyway. But once it's a little bigger, you know, one thing I was thinking about when you guys were pulling all your shit out, like I bring this, I bugle pretty good with this. It's a uh, Primos. Rip it. Primos. <sighs> nobody's ever. No, I'm just gonna put this out. Nobody's ever bugled good with those. <laughs> yeah, it came out pretty good. It's all right. Yeah. That, was, that, that was usually I gotta warm up a that's little a bit. That's a cold bore. Yeah, that's a cold bore call. <laughs> yeah, that was he. I can't do it on the spot. I can't do it on the spot. <laughs> it's kind of like Luke's My fucking trumpet trump impression. <laughs> but okay, well for me this weighs almost nothing, right. and I can't do a fucking read in my mouth. So at least I have something. Yeah, like I have this and the little cow call. I think is it Primos too that made the new the bite one, the sucking one. No, it's um, Phelps. Okay, so I have the Phelps cow call right there in that belt pocket, and then I bring this. So speaking of belt calls, we do have a competition coming up um, next yeah. year. Half Fast Hunter Academy. We'll have the guys over uh, from Rocky Mountain. Rocky Mountain. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. That's one you have. You have the easy sucker. Yeah. Phelps, easy sucker. Ryan got me that. These are sweet. They sound good. Oh, you know, I just realized I have that. I oh. That too. I didn't know I had two of them. I was going to go buy one this morning. What's up? Uh, the Peak Design Connect. One for... Uh, it's the belt strap to clip the camera in. I didn't know I had a second one, yeah. but we'll pull that one off. Uh, hard side hydration, um, 40 ounce Nalgene with the hose set up. And it's insulated too, so that's for that's for freezing, huh? Yes. Or keeping it cold. These are my regular trekking poles. These are Z-Fold. 
They actually don't even match anymore because I had one set, and then I lost one, then I had to buy another set, and then I lost one of those. So now I have a mismatched pair. matches. Yeah, these are my beat them up. These are probably had a lot of miles on them. Z-Pole, those are just carbon fiber Z-Poles from Lecky. They're probably different models and shit. I don't know which ones they are, but they're light. And then I had to cut the straps off. Don't cut your wrist straps off. So in the belt pouch there, I have the Peak headlamp. And I do have my InReach Mini in there right now, but this hangs on my Beano pack. Yep. Uh, just like Ryan was talking about. Here is the Phelps Easy Sucker. Let me see here. That one's easy. It is. That's what they call it, the Easy Sucker. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, and then ammo. So this is the little... This is the pocket, so this will fit nine rounds in here in their own little individual deals, but I always keep that in the belt pouch because really, when I go hunt, it's with my boy, and my boy's the shooter, so he carries the shooter. He carries all the shooting stuff, so he'll have the rear bag, the bipod, and so on, and then I carry the ammo, the stuff that I do for him, but yeah, so I'll have extra ammo in my belt pouch there inside of a, a UM pocket. This is that little mini Joby. Ooh, that is mini. I carry this, so basically it'll grab any phone that you want. You just stretch this out, dude. That's and you sick. turn the phone sideways, so that you can set awesome. this up wherever you want. So I've carried this like every fucking where. That's sick. That's pretty badass. It's that thing. Well, doesn't yeah. fucking weigh nothing. What is, what is that? Well, again? It's, it's a fucking it's a mini Joby. Mini Joby. Yeah, but I think what I'd like to is have another one that's a little bit bigger than that, but has one an ounce. Arca. One yeah, it weighs ounce. an ounce. But, dude, you can wrap this on a fucking tree and do, like, a time lapse with yeah. your phone. Yeah. You know, you can do all kinds. I've done all kinds of stuff with it. But that's, that's, this that always one, comes. That one's not the same kind you have. No. No, that one's huge. But between that big one and this one, there's got to be another. It's different. And they might not make this shit anymore. That still looks compact. It's 3.4 ounces. Nice. I want to get one like that that takes an Arca. That way all of our different cameras oh, that have an Arca slick. mount on it. You can have a little guy, not this small, but yeah. kind of universal for all the cameras. That'd be sick. I got that on my on my list, so I'll figure that out. But if they don't make that no more, it's not for sale. So that was my belt pouch. I'm going to get in the top pouch, and then I'll get the backpack off of here. One thing that you guys did at show, I had brought this just to weigh stuff. It's a, a pack weigher. Uh, backup. I should be pointing at the camera. Backup spoon. Two is one, one is done. Dried out wipes. So just take your big pack of wipes, open the lid, leave it in the, the, the garage over the summertime, let all the water evaporate. The reason is, is because toilet paper is really fucking delicate, mm -hmm. especially when you're trying to wipe that marker shit. Like, dude, uh, Chris Pratt said it fucking hilarious one time. He's like, when I wipe... I just have to keep wiping. It's like, I'm wiping a marker. <laughs> so, and sometimes that shit happens with your backcountry. You use all your toilet paper, you're breaking it or whatever. These are just more durable. Wiping a marker. Yeah, yeah it's like it wiping gets, a marker. It just gets personal at that point. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, dry your wipes out. This is what something you guys didn't show. I always bring hand sanitizer because I have a kid. So this started back when the kid was learning how to wipe. Right. And you don't want them putting poop in their eye and shit like that when you're in the backcountry. So I always have this foaming uh, hand sanitizer. Yeah, you don't want to get sick in the backcountry. Yeah, just, but neither of you guys off. showed hand sanitizer. Yeah, I ain't packing that mm -hmm. shit. Exactly. Why? Because I don't want to put poop in my eye. Well, I don't. Huh? I don't. You don't put poop in your eye? I don't put poop it can in my happen. hand. It can happen. <laughs> uh, and then this is just a standard ultralight pack towel. I always bring that no matter what. 
probably for the same reason that you bring your Shmog. Afghanistan Shamog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll put this around my neck. It could do a lot of different things, yeah, but yeah, generally, have one of those. and it weighs fucking nothing when it's dry, and it's yeah. you know it absorbs you know ten times its amount of water or whatever. Plus, you can keep clean shit with it. Do the all pack that. Towel, ultralight. Yeah, ultralight pack towel. So that's it for the outside <laughs> shit. I'm gonna pull it down here. Got a lot of legit stuff in there. I brought this to show. I definitely don't bring this all the time, but this is the best tested uh, solar charger. It's the big blue 28 watt. <clears throat> I remember buying this on Amazon, I believe. Um, actually, get a weight on that real quick before I open it up. It's not light, but like you're in your situation, Luke, you got to evaluate like how much does a 20,000 milliamp hour battery weigh? And then what can I do with that? Like I imagine. This is going to weigh the same as one of your batteries, but if you were going for two weeks, you don't want to take two weeks worth of batteries, whereas right. this will do all that for you. 1.8 ounces. And do you carry one that? One pound, eight ounces. Do you carry that on your backpack so when you're walking around? You can. Yeah. You can, but oh, it's yeah. big, dude. So this will stay back at camp on wow. top of the tent or whatever. Yeah. And it holds all your cables up here, or you can strap it onto whatever you want. But a 28-watt panel, this will do a lot of bang for your buck. This may recharge an entire 20,000 milliamp battery in a day. That would be sweet. If it was a good sun yeah. and it was a good spot. But something to think about with your kit, you just might you might end up having a good weight mm-hmm. savings depending on how many batteries you're carrying. Yeah. But then you got to bring the chargers and everything. Well, you're bringing chargers anyway. I wonder how that would do, you know, if you just have a series of cloudy days, like if it would still shoot through the clouds and perform well. Yeah, it still gives you something. Well, you still get days. sunburn even yeah. when it's cloudy. Right. I don't know how that works really, but... That'd be, that would suck if I if I invested in that and like decided that was my my setup for for that week or two yep. weeks and I just got crap weather. Yeah, that would be. I mean, just that's how the, the thing cards like are dealt. You test at bear camp where you fucking yeah exactly. Yeah. Next year at bear camp, leave it out. See how long yeah. it takes to charge and evaluate the the wind or the the skies and all that shit. Or when you go deer hunting in Montana or something like that. Yeah, deer hunting Montana because there's never sun. All right, so getting into, there is a, what do you call it, a pea pocket. There's a pea pocket on the front of the cutthroat, then there's a big wrap around. <laughs> yeah, it's a dovetail pocket, full zip. I guess I should be showing that shit while I'm opening those still. I'm not yep. on the inside. All right, so you've seen uh, water purification tablets from Ryan. Ryan says he mostly uses a pump filter. I use a gravity filter. So ever since we started backpacking, this is back when my boy was four, so we went on our first trip, and I bought the two-liter version of this, and ever since then, I've been now I have a two-liter and a four-liter. Mm-hmm. But basically, you fill up a two-liter dirty bag of water. You just scoop it up. You hang it up in the tree. You're hanging on something. It has a hose with a filter with a clean bag at the bottom. You let it sit there, and all the water filters itself, and you end up with two liters of clean water at the bottom. You've never had that plug up? No, because it has a back flush process. Like Basically, you let a little bit of water come through, and then you tip it up. You take the clean bag and put the clean bag up and the dirty bag down. And it back flushes the filter for you. So anytime you get any type of plug, hmm. flip that over and it fixes everything for you. Yeah, my backflow for the Sawyer was actually like a tube. That you mm-hmm. can do that, but it sounds like you don't have to have that tube. You just hook the two together and let it flow. Yeah, and then the cool thing is, so like if you have to go retrieve water from somewhere, you can do your two liters of clean uh-huh. and then also bring back two liters of dirty. Yeah, that's huge. They have handles on the two bags and you bring them back together and then you can filter the other bag once you get back to camp. Like I said, I have the four liter version too, so it's four and four. Okay. Four dirty, four liters dirty, four liters clean. But this is the Platypus Gravity Works filter. Two liters if it's just you. If you got you and your kid, do the four liter. But this is yeah. my favorite. I've had issues plugging those bitches up. 
this is my this is my wannabe stealthy hunter sit pad. That's definitely lighter. But this probably only weighs definitely lighter. It ain't eight ounces. It almost didn't register. It's less than it's an less ounce. than one ounce. So depending on, you know, how much padding you have in your ass area. I'm gonna say that hasn't been used much because that would be much flatter. This holds both cheeks effectively. The thing I don't like about those is those things always walk away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I also do depending on how much you're gonna do, there this is go. this is the uh, portion of Z Light pad. So depending on which way we're going to go, that's the real man sit pad. That's only four ounces. Yeah, so that's half of the other one. This is quarter of this one. So depending on what you're going to do, like when we went up to the Selway for our spike camp, this was brought because we were about to climb the yeah. shit out of the side of yeah. this mountain. And, uh, you know, all the weight mattered, so I had brought that one. But we have a whole stack of these. I just bought one pad and cut it all up. Nice. My pad's coming in the mail today. Which Cutting one? Uh, just an Amazon one. Similar to that that configuration. Yeah. but yeah. I'm going to cut it up also. Like what Ryan was talking about, though, about having a bunch of multi-use. Like if you if you don't have a table to put your food on, things like that, like just having that clean surface and being able to put some shit in it, like that's, that's a yeah. fantastic. We're always looking around for shit. You just set it all up on there. It's yeah. nice, organized, neat. I've cut on it, store shit on it, mm -hmm. shot off of it. So in this pocket here, these are those Stone Glacier gloves I just picked up. Haven't used them yet. Uh, they do clip together, which is a little bit nicer than the liner gloves. Yes, they are. I like they also feel a lot like the liner gloves to me. They look like they might have the same fit and function, so we'll see how those do this season. They don't fit me. Well, that's because those are man size. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. All right. These are also Stone Glacier uh, gaiters. I bought those at the same time Should I bought I, those gloves. Maybe, maybe Luke can borrow those. Yeah, yeah. Those suckers are... Healthy. Yeah. Yes. Look like you go around Mason's thigh. <laughs> <laughs> this is like well, they base it on foot size, right? So Mason's the same shoe size as yeah. me, even though he's got way thicker legs. But remember, you were telling me about these have a replaceable bottom. Yeah. This section is replaceable. That's what breaks easily. So it just loops itself over on that one. Are you stepping on that? Mm -hmm. This looks, goes under your boot. Do you do you think you'll feel that? It's like a. Oh, you're not going to feel it. It goes between, like, your lugs, like, the two were, sections. If you were wearing, like, a flat shoe like me, you'd feel it more. Yeah. yeah. But that's the part that always breaks on mm -hmm. my gators. Those like are durable as heck, dude. Well, it's replaceable, too. Almost anything else you buy is not a replaceable part right there. That's So that makes those kind of good. Yeah. I'm the same boat with Ryan. I mean, these make your feet sweat more, makes everything sweat more. If you're going through... I guess you evaluate. Do you want to get wet because of the water on the brush, yeah, or do you want to get wet from sweat? I see dudes that they that's it's SOP. They get up, they put them on. Yes. I'm a like wait and see kind of guy with my gators. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. They do definitely have an intended purpose, Hell though. Yeah, and they yeah. work when you need them. Or if you're in any kind of snow, I would just say they're SOP. Yes. Any snow on the ground, SOP. Snow starts working up your pant leg, man. Mm -hmm. Starts and it's. Just not worth it. Put ticks too. On. I mean, you got tick repellent. That would be good if they're heavy. I don't. Worry yeah, about you could ticks. dip those in permethrin if you wanted to. Yeah. I don't worry about ticks. They don't worry about me. <laughs> uh, this is from. This is an ultralight pack cover, and I can't remember the name of the place that made it. They used to sell these on eBay. There was a company. I think they were in Oregon. Jim. Usually, you're good with names. As soon as I start it's, telling you something, you're. I know. I know who. It, they made a lot of ultralight shit. Yeah, they make kept, a lot of different products. Kept trying to sell on Rockslide, like under the radar. That weighs almost nothing, though, and Jimmy I've never. Tarps. Yep, yep, Jimmy Tarps. 
There you go. And I don't know where they still, somebody told me the store closed, but they were still on eBay, something like that. But that thing weighs three ounces. Ooh, that is light. Yes. So I always pack that. I don't think I've ever actually used it, maybe once. Did you but. have something, Ryan, to cover your pack for rain? Nope. Yeah, I mean, if you, so also in here, when I get in here, there's another tarp, right? So like if you have the plan that if it starts to get any type of wet, you're just going to put a tarp up and, and wait right. it out, then, you know, some of this stuff you don't have to bring. Yeah. But if you have to walk when it's raining, yeah, you know, it can make a big difference, I think. Like if I was going on an isolated hunt for seven to 10 days, like sheep hunting or something, I'd definitely have a pet coming. Yeah. This is the Sitka rain gear. It's the light shit, like the cloud burst, cloud burst something yeah. like that. That's both pieces. Uh, it's good stuff. It's good. I mean... If it's heavy rain, it's going to wet out, depending on how long you got to sit in it. But it helps. So yeah. either, you know, and we do bring both pieces. Mason's got the same shit. Good size. It's good weight. Yeah. It's not as good as the storm front, but it's, it's like I said, I'm not going to sit out in the rain if I don't have to. Yeah. I'll put a tarp up if it keeps raining. Yeah. Ooh. So we have a few Ooh. different meal options here. This is the Chipotle beef burrito bowl from Ooh. Pinnacle Foods. Ooh. Between Pinnacle Foods... And packet gourmet, I don't think I need to buy anything else. So I brought. Oh, roasted chicken and here's one of Ryan's. There's one of Ryan's favorite there. So that's packet gourmet queso dip. (laughs) Uh, Literally, it's like it's like cheese dip when you put your hot water in there. That's the shit. This is legit. I got a couple of their. uh, This is also good. Oatmeal's. And I saw the queso dip, and I was like, oh, this is either going to destroy my stomach or it's going to be the best thing. Have you tried this? Yes, it's Good. the shit. Good. So you're saying that this queso though. dip isn't going to wreck your stomach like it did with that uh, curry that curry dish y'all had? I just stay away from the word curry, and things seem to go okay. It seems, it seems to go well. <laughs> curry, curry tastes good going in, yeah, and it fucking wrecks you going, out. Yeah. going out. Now that's badass right there because that's Texas a that's, mesquite chicken salad. It's cold water. Tells you right on the front how much cold water. This is cold soaking. You break out, yeah. You break out your crackers and you put your mm. cold water in there and you keep walking for thirty minutes or whatever. When you're done, you got dude t- fucking chicken salad. Do you nice. have the ramen one? I think so. Would you bring in the morning? Can I yeah. steal one from you? Yeah, yeah. Let, Let me see if I got it. Same company though. That's the company that makes the ramen. Packet helper. Gourmet. Packet Gourmet is the shit. Like if you go with Pinnacle, Packet Gourmet, and fucking Gastronome, you're set. Yeah. What else Packet Gourmet does is they sell freeze-dried stuff in bulk. You can get crumbled sausage, chicken, beef. Just a big bulk bag a of big it. big 10-pounder of fucking chicken. So that's nice. Like if you're a protein guy, yeah, you can just add an extra half pound of chicken. It's probably not, it's not a half pound when it's freeze-dried. but You don't have the, the creme de la creme of the pinnacle. I do. I oh, just yeah. didn't bring. I bought every one of them. There's a whole box at home. I just grabbed a few of these to show off. Uh, what's this? Jalapeno biscuits and yes, gravy. Yes, jalapeno biscuits and gravy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, packet gourmet. If you ain't been around, they're more in the backpacking world, I think. Than I had never heard of it till the you hunting. Had those. Yes, it's good. It's good shit. I got the uh, Southwest corn and black bean sal- salad. Yeah, so they have several different yeah. lunch salads that take the cold water. Yeah. I just like it because I don't like to cook. I don't like to fuck with hot water in the middle of the day or even in the morning. So those are good for lunches that are different than your normal stuff you would eat. Okay, I'm glad you like them because I just decided to try awesome. them out randomly. Good shit. I got their oatmeal too. Yeah, yeah. So good shit. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I don't know if that's the bigger one or not. Dude, it looks the same. How'd yeah. you get it all in there? Just, just I know how to put it back together so you can see it. It's all in there. 
The lighter's not on top, so disregard the mini Bic lighters. Usually sits right on top right That's there. That's definitely the same so this size. This is MSR reactor. Yeah, same size, but there's a fucking fuel can in there. Yeah, baby. Very nice. <clears throat> so I'll go through that in a All right, so I have some Kefaru game bags. I, I have a kill kit that's in a, a Kefaru pullout, but I just kind of keep the game bags separate. Just bring enough game bags for whatever it is you're going to kill. Hope you get to use them, that yep. kind of thing. Um, there are lightweight alternatives to almost everything, mm-hmm. you know, so you can save some some weight depending on what bags you bring. And then if it's winter time and you're not worried about the meat breathing, I actually have some plastic liners that we get from some stuff we order here at business. So I'll just use plastic liners. Like when we go kill elk and Mm-hmm. The end of October, beginning of November, or whatever. I just use these plastic bags and fill contractor them all up. bags. Yeah, basically like that. But they come in the the hazmat boxes we buy for here to ship powder. Okay. So we don't use those plastic bags. But those are Kafaro game bags, very well made. They are fucking tough. They're yes. a little heavier, but they will last forever. And then here's the thing: I don't think they make anymore that I would never sell. This is the Q Core SLX Big Agnes. This is the big pad, and these are three inches. And this thing is badass. Yes. If you wanted to sleep good. It's a monster. It's not as heavy as you think. But that is comfort. Big Agnes is so hit or miss, but that was a, that's a good one. And then this is the ultimate side sleeper pillow that I found. And now that I'm looking at it, it doesn't even say nothing on it. That's an X-Ped. Is it? Mm-hmm. This is my favorite. And then I tie that bungee shit on there. Yep. Because then I put that bungee around my sleeping pad, and then the fucking pillow don't move. Yeah. It so certainly this, looks like X-Ped. Dude, it gives you the fucking loft. And so it has that soft outer cover on it. It's kind of like a hybrid, it looks like, where there's air, but then there's also a padding in yeah. the top. Yeah, and it's big. It's not, you know, most uh-huh. of those air-up pillows are fucking tiny. X-Ped. This? There you go, X-Ped. Whatever this X-Ped, and it's the large pillow, I not the smaller one. I got lining on it. Nice. Dude, that's fucking, that oh, is my fuck favorite fucking pillow. blow her up and yeah. give her hell. I like that size pillow. Mine's similar, but not quite as bulky. Half, seven ounces. That's not worth bad. it. Fucking worth it. You got to sleep. It's fucking worth it. If I could, if we can tell you guys anything, is make your sleep system comfortable to you. Mm -hmm. Because that's the most important part. Yeah. Hydrate. This is basically a back. I think I'll start carrying that ultralight hyperlight tarp because it's a little lighter. But this is a seal nylon tarp with a Tyvek ground sheet. It's all it's all roped out and stakes. I don't know that it was a specific brand or something. It was one of the lighter ones that I could. But it's seal nylon. It was one of the lighter brands that I can find, but basically this is what, that's how much it weighs to bring a fucking backup tarp with you. We used that on the goats when we went to Snow Peak. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. But I think the Hyperlite one would probably be, if I were to put it all together like that, it'd probably be lighter. Yeah, that's nearly two pounds. Dude, fucking two pounds. I don't feel like that, but damn, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Maybe it's still some water in there. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been out since. <laughs> um... This is a Sea to Summit event bag. These are pretty nice for sleeping bags because you can literally like sit on this and it will push every wow. fucking bit of air out and it won't let the air back in. So this is the event portion. Let's the air out and doesn't let the air back in. I'm assuming that makes it not waterproof. No, it's it cool. is waterproof. Really? Yeah, waterproof. so it's like a check valve. Wow. Again, air out, no air in, no water in. No, nothing in, only air out. Event's pretty nice. Like competitor to Gore-Tex. Got it. Yeah. The bags are definitely a little bit more expensive, and I just put the lighter weight. We have Western Mountaineering, for me, tends to be what we like for sleeping bags. Western Mountaineering is the creme de la creme, or Feathered Friends, either one. Yes. 
This one I had bought for Mason. It's a 30 degree, or I think you got the same one as him. What is that one? Oh, that's the uh, Mega Light. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So this fits in a relatively small bag. That bag is legit. And it's a 30 degree, mm. it's a 30 degree sleeping bag. So if you were to do this with your down puffy, your down pants, your down booties, yeah. you could take that down to probably 10 or 15. I sleep hot and I can take it down to 20 just how it is. Just the way it is right there. This yeah. is light. Let me put it Dude, back that on. is a great bag all around. If you're a cold sleeper, maybe not into your fourth season, but if you are a warm sleeper, it's so small. This we're we're gonna demonstrate packing it too. We're like we're like one trick. We're just showing all the tools. Mm -hmm. I got the a big mega list. light. I got a big list. So that, I gotta that, do today. That goes in there fucking pretty good. Again, that event bag. So I'll go like this. And then grab that quick. Suck up all that slack. What if you don't have the girth? For 270 pounds to push on that. That's a sleeping bag. That's <laughs> in fillet. Oh, shit. Oh. Damn. Where you at, hands? You threw it on the road, Mike. He plays, oh. he plays wide receiver. <laughs> that's. <laughs> For the Seahawks. Dude, that's light. That is, and it's waterproof. And that's a 30 degree. So I got a couple. That is light. Couple bags of shit left here. Just a couple bags. It just keeps on coming. And coming and coming. This is kind of my kill kit. So it's basically what Ryan had. I bring two of everything, though, so my boy can help. So those cut-proof gloves. So what we do is we put put why, the cut-proof here, put that black it? glove. He's younger and stronger, so why doesn't he? Yeah, no shit. He is shit. getting stronger than me. Then I still put the black glove over this one, and then I'm cutting with this hand. So as you're doing stuff and you're cutting, everybody know, Dude, I'd have five nicks in my hand by the time we got done with an elk. Ryan needs uh, one of those with but just leggings so he doesn't cut his leg. Jeggings. Oh, Jeggings. <laughs> those cut gloves are worth it. Yes. So they're called, he just brought them up. They're No Cry Premium Cut Resistant Glove Food Grade, blah, blah, blah. They're Hyperflex, High Flex. Yeah, how many pairs? That's not for one pair. On Amazon, High Flex. They're not $12.99 per pair. Are three they? pairs. All three pack. Oh, no, they are that much. That might be the more expensive one. I don't think I pay that much. But either way, you get it, you can wash it. So you put it back in your shit with your put, throw it in a damn game bag with a meat or whatever. Wash it when you get home, and the cut proof doesn't go away. Save the hunt. Yeah. Uh, extra pair of earplugs, a lighter. I put a trash bag in my kill kit. Sometimes you need to put, well, I'll either do that or I'll bring one of those Dyneema ground sheets. Sometimes you need to put meat in some dirt, and it's better to have something to put it on. Plus, yeah. you can use that garbage bag for fucking nearly anything. Right. Always pack garbage bags. Yeah, garbage bag. Luco tape. I always wait till I get. I'll do. I'll do like what you do. Wrap around the trekking poles and shit. But then once I get down on the roll, yeah, a good amount. I just carry it like that. And extra blades with the tin, and a backup headlamp. That's the Petzl E Light. Also weighs oh, that's nothing. Tiny. That weighs nothing. Always carries a. Always carry a backup headlamp. Yeah, and those take uh, like a CR twenty thirty two or whatever the battery yeah. number is. Twenty. Yeah. It's less than an ounce Light. for a backup. And when it's dark as fuck, it'll get you. Well, you it'll get you out. Those lights keep you out of danger. Falling off a cliff. Falling mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. Big grizzly bear jumping on your back. All right. This was just like the little extra stuff. Oh, I told you I was going to show you something cool. So this is a really lightweight uh, game. 
to bring along for you and your kid Yahtzee. or you and whoever. It's five dice, some pencils, and some paper. Very nice. But, dude, you can play the shit out of Yahtzee with just, and this bag doesn't, you know. I've never played Yahtzee before. <laughs> Look at his face. This dude has. Are you fucking serious? like three things. Ah, strictly business. Karma Sutra, Strictly never business. played Yahtzee. Like, I think he lived under his mom, kept him under a rock. Never watched we're Harry have to have Potter. A talk. We're going to have to have a talk with Jim. Like, where was Yahtzee in his life? Yeah. I was uh, I was out fishing and hunting. All right. Growing well, up. I'm sure, you know, yeah. when you were sleeping in a tent at night. Yeah, I wasn't worried about that. You know, you could have played a little game. That know, looks fun, though. Oh, it is fun. We yeah. bring this shit all the time. Uh, we talked. Okay, so Ryan, this is the Leatherman Mini. <laughs> which probably weighs a third or a fourth of what that monster is that you bring along. And this has a lot of shit on it, including pliers. Still does it all. I don't think so. And then I got a little Silva uh, temperature and compass on here. It's cool because when you think you're freezing your ass off, you're probably not. Those are cool. I had one of those. I freaking broke it. And those then this nice. is the big, I don't know if it's a big one, but I'm not, I'm not going to pull them big. out. I'm not going to pull them out. Not as big as mine, but you know, big. <laughs> but that little thing... Most of the time goes yeah like this no matter what yeah. I lo- I gotta get another one of the silver though I like that thing I like yeah. the temperature part of it yeah the temp part and then the you know obviously compasses are good yeah. I mean this it has degrees on it so you could take a relatively accurate mm-hmm. I was just talking to Porktop about this Porktop comes in I was like yeah dude he was talking about killing something with a muzzle loader with his girl with him and mm-hmm. she he was gonna leave her there while he went down and tried to find it. I said well did you did you take your heading before you left. He's like, what do you mean? I said, well, that's pretty basic land nav, but you know, if you take a heading with a compass to where you killed the elk out from your position, if it's 90 degrees, mm-hmm. we'll make it a weird number, we'll call it 80. If it's 80 degrees, the reverse is plus 180. It's called a back azimuth. Back azimuth. So you can, you can, you have a rangefinder. Mm-hmm. You know you just killed your elk at 1,032 yards. You mm-hmm. start going down. You use some land markers to get relatively where you think. You turn around and you reverse Back to now, if you're alone, leave a fucking orange jacket, leave a pile of rocks, leave something that you can define as the place you shot from because it's never going to look the same from the other way. Put something there you can recognize or leave somebody there Uh and then bring your rangefinder because you can range back to the spot you shot from, 1,032 yards, and then you can get your heading, which would have been going backwards 260. No, 260 if it was 80 looking at it. So you turn around and look. So if it says 240 or 280, you know which way you need to go. Oh, I need to go 20 more degrees this way at the same distance. Mm-hmm. And then, you, you know, it helps That's you find That's super it. helpful, nice. yeah. yeah. 20 bucks. I gotta get yeah, can't beat it. Silva, pocket compass. Right then on my list right here, dude. I'll just get a couple more. All right. Uh, patches. I've never had a mattress pop until the top of the cellway. And in the middle of the night, in a fucking rainstorm, psh, there it goes. Oh, so, you could vividly hear it. Oh, dude, it was Ew. done. Oh, it's fucking goes done. Back to sleeping good. Sleeping no. good. Yeah. You will not sleep good without a mattress pad. I don't care how fucking utilitarian, right. minimalistic yeah. you are. And the air is part of your R value, so you're also probably gonna yep. get colder. Getting without colder. That fucking air. So they make some tenacious repair tape, which is kind of a do all, and that's in this little blue tube here. Tenacious repair tape. Bring an alcohol pad in one of those sealed deals. And then I usually still bring the one that they give you with the mattress. Yeah. So in my first aid kit, I have that. I didn't didn't take everything out of it, but I have that same little tube. Yes. The tenacious repair tape will fix a down jacket, a sleeping bag with a hole in it, Mm -hmm. a mattress with a hole in it. That's the shit, that little blue tube right there. Save your ass. Yes. And it's blaze nothing. So for me, I, uh, I wear contacts. 
I literally wear contacts in a way that I never touch my contacts. So I'll put a pair of two-week disposables in, and I don't touch them until they hurt. That usually mm -hmm. takes about two months. Really? I'll take the uh, two months later. I'll take the two weeks out. I'll put a new pair in, and it's almost like I don't wow. wear contacts. But it takes me a drop every morning because they're dry. But in here, I have my eyeglasses, an extra pair of contacts, and infection drops that you get from the real doctor. I've had infections in my eyes before. I really don't. I've never got another infection since I quit touching my eyes all the time. Mm -hmm. I used to take the fucking contacts in all the time, in and out, in and out, in and out, and I'd fuck my eyes up all the time. It goes back to the poop eye. It does. I was going to say. Know, and no matter how clean you think you are, dude, when, yeah. when you're out in the backcountry, you think you're clean, but you're probably not nearly as clean as you think. There's no way you're clean. And the fact that I have contacts in my eyes makes me more paranoid, which is probably why I have the hand sanitizer versus... Not having the hand sanitizer because you guys aren't touching your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, my, I haven't lost my vision yet. Luckily. Yeah. <clears throat> so, again, that's just my backup eye shit. And again, I almost, I never touch this. It's the same shit that's been in there for mm -hmm. years. These are backup diaphragms for the elk bugle. Nice. Uh, backup earplugs. Here is my. Sweet mm -hmm. Jesus. There it is. This weighs like nothing. That's bamboo with boar's, boar's bristles. There you go. And this is a Kent comb. You need a mirror now. They're very well used. Uh, but Compact. Yeah. And I usually don't bring both. I just brought both for a sample. But if you're a bearded yeah. man, you know, you may or may not know. I don't know. Uh, backup battery for the uh, peak, peak headlamp that'll okay. be fully charged. So I have two batteries. 18650. And this is the other. This is the... This is usually the main spoon, and then the other one will be some other backup spoon. But I'm just mm -hmm. like Ryan. So, again, so remember we talked about watching videos and you see a trend? Yep. If you see motherfuckers carry a backup spoon, there's probably a reason. Yeah. Because eating out of that pouch sucks without a spoon. It just It is what it two is. Two spoons, two headlines. Get the fucking water quantity right and make sure you got a spoon. That'll make you happy. Was that a mattress repair kit? Did you have that when it went flat? Yeah. Okay, so that wasn't like an after effect. No, and that was the first time I ever had to use it, carrying so it the happy. whole fucking time. You were probably Dude, stoked. You because had that. that would have fucked that night up, and every night we would have had to sleep up there. Yeah. And like Tenacious Tape's cheap. This, if you just bring yeah. one thing to fix all of your fabrics, bring one alcohol pad and fill that. Mm -hmm. It weighs nothing, and there's a whole roll of tape in there. You cut it to the size you Dude. want. It can fix your sleeping bag, your jacket, mm -hmm. your pad. That's what the Tenacious Tape's what I had on that puffy rip. Yep. It's been on there for three years. Yeah, this shit is tough. It's like the Luco tape. Once you find shit that works like Luco tape on your feet, it will not come off your skin if yeah. you put it on when it's clean. Yeah. It'll stay there for seven days. Wow. Yeah. Basically, it goes until you wash it off of the, in the bathtub. You got to take it off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that brings up a bad story. So I did that shit on Mason when we first started backpacking, mm. and I put it on a fresh blister, mm. but it was already a blister. So when I went to go pull it off, it grabbed the skin, and then it tore like a V of real skin off. Oh, that's gnarly. Oh. <sighs> Mm, he hurts. screamed like a stuck pig, man. Man, it was. It, I felt so damn bad it for just, fucking, just a couple feel seconds. The pain. <laughs> it ripped that via yeah. skin, dude. It was rough. And I don't know how that ended up in there, but that's another Night Force key. And I told you guys I'll have a little. I'll have a little bucket of a bunch of fucking pills. It'll have colchicine in case I get a gout attack. It'll have Benadryl, which is easy to identify. It'll have Claritin. Sometimes you get in an area and mm -hmm. you never had allergies in your life, and all of a sudden the right. shit kicks up. Claritin does a really good job for me at knocking down an allergy. Yep. The basics, ibuprofen, uh, Advil, that kind of mm -hmm. stuff, and Tylenol. And you got that all in there. 
It will normally. It's empty right now. It'll fill. It'll all be in here. And if I don't know what the pill is by immediately looking at it, I will Google it and put a screenshot of an L92 white pill. Nice. This loratadine. Where'd you get that little holder? Uh, these I've had since early backpacking. It says Systema to go. Back in his. Uh, well, these are badass. I need that box. I need. Let me take a picture of that shit. Back That's in his drug dealing days. Yeah. So yeah, I'll just put a bunch of the fucking pills in there, and like I said, if you don't remember what the pill looks like, um, just put some. It's easy. Just Google whatever the Screenshot number is it. on the pill. Okay. Say blue circle seventeen, and it'll tell you what the fucking pill is. Yeah. And I'm look done. at that! Look at fucking! Look at that! He's hired. Good job, Red. There you go. So on the Amazon five ninety eight. Fuck. No, I think that's a oh, that's a three pack. Nice. Those, those might be bigger though. I don't think that's not a four ouncer. Hell no! It's, it's how like, many milliliters think that little bitch is? We can we can fill it up and weigh it. I had a calendar med med calendar and it had like a bunch of mini containers for mm -hmm. thirty days and I just grabbed like three or four of those and. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Is that the end of the line? Uh, that is the oh rifle. Oh, we always forget about the boomsticks. The most important part. Oh. That dude, that thing never looks so good on you. <laughs> He's bringing out. Look on the eight. Hey, like I said, this is a video heavy. <laughs> oh, so, blush rifle. So I would say I didn't talk about, but on the Kafaru pack, I have the gun bearer. So yes, the gun bearer, I have that on mine. I forgot about it. The gun bearer holds the butt pad back down here off your belt, and it, it's adjustable height-wise. And then the barrel gets cinched up on your strap right here. It has a little loop strap. And Ryan taught me this trick early on. That used to drive me crazy because as soon as I put it in, it would flop over like this. Yes. So you put it in backwards if you have a gun bearer. Put it in backwards and roll it up like this, and then put your strap on. That is the fucking ticket. Doesn't move. You can roll it either way. It doesn't matter. But it, mm. it yep. sucks. It yeah. Roll it out. Body. Roll it in. Yep. It fixes that rolling off problem. Uh, but yeah, so that's the gun bearer from Kafaru. Fantastic weapon carry system. I like it because I can put the butt down here. As long as this is below my head, mm -hmm. you're a happy camper. It's worth its weight in gold, and it helps you glass off while you're walking. You grab the barrel and use your binoculars, and you can stabilize yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. So yeah. the first thing you might notice on this, let me see, am I in the, on this rifle here in the video is we have the one and only Jimmy. OG. In Jimmy. the suppressor size. The other guys don't make the big boys. There you go. So this is a Jimmy for your suppressor. Comes in black and orange. Second. This is it's the wife's rifle. It's a 6.5 Salmon Proof Plus P. Initial numbers indicate that it's going to do a shoot a 156 out of 20 inch barrel at 3100. It's awesome. And that's just fucking ridiculous. I don't know what this 3100 number is with me, but all my rifles tend to shoot 3100. With a 20 inch barrel. With a 20 inch barrel. The rum is a 215 at 3100 with a 20 inch barrel. So uh, we kind of went over this build before. So 6.5 Salmon Proved, Plus P, Manners LRH stock, Night Force NX-8. This is a C624, so it's an MOA version. Uh, Vesper Medium, Unknown Munitions Bottom Metal and Mag, Unknown Munitions Hunter Rail. This is an Ace Barrel, 20-inch, Spiral Fluted, and a Thunder Beast Ultra 7 Suppressor. That is the Atlas Cal Bipod with the really right stuff adapter that allows it to work on both Picatinny mm -hmm. and Arca. So... Great addition to your cow bipod. Got your ring, new rings coming oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's got the new Premier rings on here since they finally passed drop testing. 
I got all that installed, mm-hmm. torqued, and uh, we're going to do some continued testing with them. Looks really good. It's got this. I should have brought the fucking shorts. So I found a pair of short shorts, like gym shorts, and it had this pattern on them. You found and a couple that, of, of, of form specials? I did. They're not as short as form, though, because I put them on at home. I'm like, why? Are these are these acceptable? She's like, yeah, your legs look good. You know, she was talking. <laughs> they weren't form short. I was like, let me sit down, because I saw form sitting down in his. That's going to tell me. Where, that's going to tell me if they stop at the same spot. I saw I said, a little bubble gum hanging yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So, so where they stopped on my thighs, I was like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> oh, dude, that... I was thinking about that rifle yesterday. If you flipped that, so you, and obviously it was for Jess, so it has the blush. But if that was that crocodile instead, ooh. Dude. That would look sick. That's actually what I told him to do my pistol. I mean, he's doing a pistol right now for me. Yeah. But yeah, same thing as this, but but the crocodile color instead. Looks really nice. It's a badass paint job. We're calling that Multicam Variant 2 if you're interested. And again, we did some reels and stuff on this already, but yeah. It's hot. That's the freaking hitter. And uh, this is the one that shot in our 10 shot cold versus hot test this mm-hmm. shot 10 cold shots into 0.6 and 10 hot shots into 0.7 yeah, with a zero, zero point zero zero point of impact shift it's pretty slick yeah i was yeah. neck and neck with that 223 i believe mm. yeah it did really good so excited to kill some shit with this yeah it'll be uh you'll definitely know which gun that is <laughs> well, well it'll be in all the videos i'll be carrying it around you know that was good there's a lot of stuff in there yeah thank you thank a lot you. of stuff thank covered you. Thank you. Let me see that dude's name. I'm going to try to give these dudes away oh, with that oh. fucked up last name. Oh, oh. oh, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got to call out the middle one that I already crossed off. <laughs> That's who I'm talking about. Yeah, give it a go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I told him to pick that one. Rhett, come in here. Oh, shit. <laughs> make, make him do it. He picked the name. <laughs> we got, like I said, we're giving away one YouTube subscriber giving away rings. But since Rhett picked it, he's gonna have to say this last name. So, if this is your name, good lord, I I would I would have hate to have been you in kindergarten. Uh, you get a set of rings, either Tika rings or the new Premier, Premier rings. rings. Just butcher it as uh, best as you possibly go, can. Here we go, Rhett. Get up here the microphone. Talk. Butcher it as best as you possibly can. Devin. Krasnavalgi. 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 Nice. K R A S Z N A V O L G Y I. Krasnavalgi. Nice. Congratulations, Mr. Krasnavalgi. Get a hold of us at podcast at shoottohunt.com to get your rings. Thanks a lot, Rhett. Yep. See how you do that? You nice. Work the back angle on them. I was just thinking uh-huh. we probably should have prefaced that with only if you're in the USA kind of thing. Yeah, we can't. So there's maybe two he's things. from Germany. <laughs> yeah, you got to be American. You got to be in America. And also, we're doing a giveaway on a Tika. You have to be an American. For I'll tell that you what. Too. If you if you're not if you're not in the states, we'll figure out some stuff to send you. We got you a swag, pack. but we can't send you rifle parts. Any ITARs? Any ITARs? Yeah, items we can't send. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. But uh, those three people we talked the last three podcasts get a hold of us. Mm-hmm. Anything else we missed? Mm-mm. Well, what? How about some closing thoughts after three bag drops? You know, I can tell, no, don't take this. I can tell you've hunted with me yeah. in your thought processes. And I can tell Luke is going to have a little growing pain, but we'll see how it goes. I think you have to experience the little bit of pain part, though. And I don't think it's like growing pains. You'll just see that he packed shit he didn't need. Mm. There's going to be some holes. Financial pain, too. Finan- well, <laughs> I just spent 2 k on 
a lot of the stuff. Yeah, so. and you can't just go grab. That's it actually, all. so yeah. we should have talked about that up front. Like this is this is years of collection. Yeah, and a lot of times, like you're involved in the business, I'm involved in the business. A lot of this stuff is write off for us. It's not, you know, we didn't run out and buy. No, I never owned a piece of swirl glass before I bought those pures. The most expensive thing I own may have been a four hundred dollars set of binoculars. That wasn't, you know, that was a big big spend for me. Even mm. now, like I want those orange ELs, and I own this, right? And I still don't. I'm like, babe, is it okay? Because I just bought e-bikes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, Luke, it's not even the expense. Luke, and and I can't tell him, you can't, Luke doesn't know what he does or doesn't need mm-hmm. until he actually goes out and he's be like, oh, I did, I brought this and I didn't use it. And there's actually like all his video shit, there's stuff that yeah. we can't answer because no, we've I never did. had to do video. I like zoned out during that whole part. Yeah. Like I don't even know what's Couldn't going tell. on in the video. <laughs> but you'll be fine. You won't die. Yeah, that'll be good. And you'll, like I said, if you have, don't use it in two trips, it's gone. That's the perfect, that's the perfect slogan. You won't die. You won't die. Might I won't hurt a little. You, I won't let you die. But did you die? But did you? <laughs> but did, but you did we die? sink? Yeah. And Luke's, and Luke's been in the woods. It's not like it's a new thing for him. No. What I'm excited about is we're actually going to go hunting tomorrow, which is going to be sick. Are you guys are leaving tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn. What, what time are you leaving? Well, we got to wait for a llama. So right around 10 o'clock. Oh, you're taking a llama? I thought you were just doing goats. Taking two llamas. No goats, just two llamas? Two llamas. Try to get the, try to figure these things out before Nicks? we take them. Perfect. Yeah, before we take them anywhere else. Is he going with you? No. Just well, is somebody else going with you that you thought was going to go? No. There's just okay. four of us. Cody's going. His dad's going. Oh, that's right. That's right. For some reason, I thought. Me, Luke. I, I asked Kelly. Kelly didn't want it. He's not going. Dude, I'm stoked. I'm glad we're doing this now before a hunt, then have to wait another like two, three weeks before a hunt and just like, oh, like get all hyped up about it, man. I woke up excited this morning because nice. it's two months of good stuff. Oh yeah. It's Merkin season, baby. It's time to do something it's for real. It's the start. Like Merkin. we, the podcast is great. What we do is great. Yeah. We talk about it a lot and you don't get to do it as often as I'd like. But now it's just two months. You of, get to do it more often than others. I know, but now it's just two fucking months of trying to find something to shoot at. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Yeah, all that we talk about, all this shit you see on the table, all of this shit. Like we literally just podcasted about food. I had to get notified just to be able to jump on and buy the right dinner you wanted. All all that shit is. It's a process. It's like a. I don't think it's any different than like a drug addict, right? Like there's this. I used to be a alcoholic and all you know there's this big anticipation like oh you're gonna go buy the beer and then all yeah. you crack the first beer and then all oh, it's the whole process again yeah. well this is no different than any other addiction it's yes. a fucking process <laughs> we think about it we get excited about it doing all this and this like i woke up this morning just to come in here and do these bag drops for the same reason oh we get to finally look at the gear we ain't touched for six months yep and then it's like <laughs> you put it ten years like all that for free meat yeah, there <laughs> it's you go. Like yeah, a hundred dollars a pound at this yeah, point, yeah. but that's not why I do it. Yeah, truly, there's very, I believe there's very few people. Yep, I love the meat. I absolutely love the meat. But the reason I do it is this is the ultimate stress reliever to me. Mm. And I, it's like crack, like you said, it is mm. an addiction. Mm-hmm. Like I wake up every day thinking about hunting. It's in her blood. Could it, like I said, it could be womanizing, could be drinking, could be drugs. No, nope, yeah. it's fucking elk. Yeah. yeah, there's not a better drug out there. <laughs> Anything else? No, we're good. No, it's great. All right, thanks for listening. Thank you.